welcome to I'll Get a Burger, A Journey to Healthy Living. I am Brad. And I'm Kara. And why do you always open us? I don't know. I just... I just, just do asking. it. I, <laughs> no reason why. I just do. <laughs> I'm Brad. Because I'm the man. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how our house works. <laughs> not at all, by the way. Yeah, no, no, no not at all. Hey, yeah. <laughs> no. We're a little late getting it to you. It's been a, it's been a long week. We're just going to blame it on COVID-19. Sure. We can blame it on COVID-19. <laughs> no, That's I'm just fine. kidding. Now, this, I have said before that I work at a school. I work at a high school and I am a counselor for a high school. And we lost a student this week. I mean, that's tragic. Anytime a young person dies, one of the things that if you're not in education, I'm not sure a lot of people get if you're a teacher, if you're a counselor, if you're an administrator, You talk about those students as my kids, my students, but they are, especially at the high school level. There are times when we spend more time and see them more than their actual families do because they're at the school all the time. And depending on which activities they're involved in and which activities the coach or the extracurricular advisor does, we see them a lot. So when one of our students struggles we all struggle. And when one passes away, it's like losing your own child. Yeah. I mean, obviously not nearly as bad. I, I, I know what you mean. I mean, it is, it, it's heartbreaking and really gets you deep inside because you see these people a lot. We see them, we see their friends. And for me, this is not the first time I've had a student who has passed away. It doesn't necessarily get easier but I do, it does get easier because I know what to expect. Just helping the students' friends through this time was also hard. It was great. The school community has responded wonderfully. The students are just sweet as can be and awesome. But it, it was one of those weeks where food was not a priority. When Lunch was offered to me because it was just brought in because it was so hectic. I just ate it. I didn't care. And it, it wasn't <laughs> one of those, you know, I just stress ate. It was, you know, I I know I need to eat. I got to keep going. There's a lot to do, a lot to be done, people to talk to and and whatever else. It wasn't a, I'm stress eating more than anything else, right? Or was it oh, a little were, bit of all of it? Oh, it was a little bit of all of that. Like I sat in a room one day. That was filled with nothing but comfort food. And it was there for a reason. I mean, the comfort food was necessary. Yeah, okay. Well, it probably wasn't necessary. <laughs> but whenever people are coming in and looking for warmth and a place of coziness, a carrot stick isn't usually what they think True. Of. It's like, I want to, you know, whatever. I want a cookie or I want to, you know, whatever comforts you. Right. More than- I mean, we had tea in there. We had hot chocolate in there. We had... Okay. Oatmeal cream pies from Aldi, which I swear to you are really oatmeal cream pies. They're not. They're not Aldi brand. They're the real. Oh, thing. like the little yeah. Debbie. Yeah, like they're the real deal. I I swear that most of that stuff is just repackaged with they slap well, their own labels on. Didn't you look it up on. and find out that it was? I did on some some of uh, Aldi's cereal is mm-hmm. just Kellogg's cereal, just repackaged. Well, and that's what comes from the same plant well, that, and everything. That's what the food was. It was labeled the same thing as like okay. cereal. Okay. So I, my guess is that's what it is. But 
This, I mean, this week has just been, I couldn't, I have no idea what you ate. You said you've done well this week, but I don't know what you fed our children. I don't know what you (laughs) ate. I was leaving the house most days by six and home at nine at night. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, for the most part, I stuck to the program to where, you know, I had the typical breakfast of like sausage or bacon and eggs and then like a salad for lunch. Usually at dinner time, I kind of fell off because entertaining the kids, you know, hey, we, we got to go quick somewhere because we still have lacrosse or we still have, you know, this going on. Let's let's go here really quick or we have a project to finish. Let's make this fast. So most of the day I did good. And then at night is usually where I fell off. Not every day, but I there was a couple nights where I did. I have to be really honest with the whole coronavirus thing. I'm not a doomsdayer. Yeah. Neither of us are. <laughs> Neither of us are. We probably should have a little bit more doomsdayer in us. <laughs> We're all like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My, your grandma, doomsdayer. Yes, absolutely. It's huge. I mean, like. She has barrels of just slippers and shoes. And she, if we run out of toilet paper, people, she will be the one that has probably most of it. For real. <laughs> That's the truth. I think. To a little bit of an extent, like, we've seen her. And so we're both like, I don't really want to be that. (laughs) (laughs) So as of Thursday, because that's the other thing, we had all of this going on at the school. And then we've also been trying to prep for what happens. I'm a counselor, but my main role at the school is a college counselor. One of the things that we're getting, like, I was constantly, before the news was going public, I was getting emails from all the universities that they were closing. Yeah. And whenever major universities are closing, and they're the public universities, okay, the the schools are coming next. Yeah, it's and a big we knew deal. this, and the administration knew this. So it was this whole, we've got to get a plan together. So it's not just been like one thing. It's been all this prepping. It's Thursday, been a week, for sure. Well, Thursday came around, and I was joking. I was like, so I wonder who's going to deliver pizza in my house, because we don't have any food. And my coworker, she said, you know, I was thinking the same thing. She said, you know, I think I'm going to leave a little bit early today. I'm going to go ahead and hit the stores, because this was when, by Thursday, obviously, you were starting to see and had, I guess, not starting. You'd been seeing the empty shelves and yeah. this and that. And she's like, do you, I said, no, I have a, you know, I had a new student coming in that I needed to meet with. And she's like, well, let me pick you up something. What can I get you? And I'm like, you know what? If you can just get us some eggs and a loaf of bread. I'm like, that can at least hold my kids over. And I said, and I was like, she's like, what about milk? I'm like, I don't think we have any cereal in the house to use milk for. And she goes, oh, well, I'll get some <laughs> cereal too. Did she ever get us some yes, cereal? Yes, quite a few boxes of cereal. And they are all the cereal that's so awful for you, but yeah. so good. Yeah, kinds that we really like. Fruity although, Pebbles. although I had some the other day, and you even said this used to be my favorite cereal, but I don't think it is anymore. Oh, Fruity Pebbles! I used to be able to eat a box of Fruity Pebbles like it was nothing because it's so so sweet. Like when we tasted it now, I'm like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I I couldn't do a whole <laughs> bowl of it. I just took a spoonful. And, and the thing with even we've talked that. You know, towards the end of this week, oh, we should probably get a few things in the house because the kids are going to be out of school for now three weeks. Now three weeks. I will be home from work for two weeks and you will also be home from work for three weeks. Well, you'll have to go in here and there. But so we were like, well, what if stores do start to close? We should probably find some stuff. And it's tough, 
especially doing something like a Whole30, where a lot of it is built off of fresh food and vegetables and fruits and all this different stuff that you can't really buy it and stockpile it for a month. But folks, we've got meat. If you need meat, yeah. we have meat. We have meat. With, you know, the end of the week today, we we tried to, well, we <laughs> did. We went to Costco because we we're like, okay, we, we could probably get some chicken and we need a few other things that we could buy in bulk. The line, when we got there, we were like, oh, we'll get there early, right when they open. The line just to get in was insane. We're like, nope, Target's <laughs> empty. Let's go to Target. And then when we came out of Target, there was no line to get in. So we decided, okay, let's go in. We got what we needed. But then just the line to check out was all the way through the store. And I was like, what? (laughs) And we were the only people in there that did not have paper products in our cart. No. We were like, whatever, toilet paper, paper towels. We're fine. We're fine. But it's just. But they were out of my wine. (laughs) I was very, very (laughs) upset about this. (laughs) But still. We have tried to prep for the next few weeks to stick to plan as much as possible. And it's, especially if you're someone who eats healthier and stuff like that, it's very difficult for when, you know, a store might close or a store hasn't stocked as much or is getting as much of that stuff in because the fresh foods are, they don't keep, they don't. They're not what's being ordered right now. So we're we're gonna we're gonna try for the next few weeks. Our also our five K that we were supposed mm-hmm. to do this weekend was canceled. But we are still going to do our own personal five K. We're going to run our own. We'll we'll post on our social media at I'll get a burger. Just follow that on Twitter and Instagram and we're gonna post he our like own a broken record, doesn't he? I, I do. But we're gonna post our own personal 5k we're still going to do a 5k this month it just won't be the official one so the shamrock shuffle yep we're gonna do our own shamrock shuffle and i found a jumpsuit for him to wear but he won't wear it (laughs) (laughs) it was a little romper little booty shorts on it would make him look like a leprechaun But we're going to, like I said, do what we can. So like we said last week, we are we do have a guest with us this week. We are late because of everything we mentioned before. I think we were supposed to record, was it Wednesday night originally? Yeah, it was something like that. So, I think. And then I had the opportunity at the last minute to be part of what's called an honor walk. And I don't know if anybody out there has gotten to do that, but it was probably the most humbling, heartbreaking, and hopeful experience all at once I've ever been part of. And it's the student who passed away. The family invited all of the faculty and staff at the school to be present as they wheeled her from her room to the OR where they would use her organs for transplant. Uh, We did find out that she blessed over 100 different people. I mean, it was amazing, but couldn't do it Wednesday. Thursday, I think I crashed. Yeah, you you crashed out and it, I mean... And you know, last, it's been a, it's been last a long night, week. So. Last night I drank a bottle of wine. So no one yeah. wants me to podcast after that. But we wanted to have someone on who is we also did. doing a health journey, and we have Nick from the Epic Film Guys podcast with us. Love Ooh, Nick. Happy to have you here with us, Nick. I'm going to eat a whole birthday cake right now, live <laughs> on the air. Do it. Fooled I, you guys. I drank a any bottle of journey. wine yesterday, so. But, but Nick has been one for me that has inspired me to really kind of push this health journey of my own 
to kind of really keep it going because you guys do what's called the the EFG Fitness Challenge, which is so much fun. Please explain. Well, so basically the EFG Fitness Challenge is we just challenge. And the first time we did it was a disaster because I tried to just do it with like miles, like distance traveled or whatever. But then people were like, can I just put my Fitbit stuff in here? And I don't own a Fitbit. So I was like ignorant of the whole Fitbit thing. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, sure, whatever, as long as you're getting the distance in. But you have people that are on their feet all day for work. So they get like hundreds of thousands of steps and then they count that. But that doesn't really count because you're just doing that as part of your normal routine anyway. Like it has to be extra exercise. So this time. All it had to be was a half an hour of physical activity, whether that be lifting, swimming, running, walking, biking, whatever it was, some kind of physical activity every single day, checking in and also holding yourself accountable. And we were trying to post motivational things over in our Facebook group, trying to motivate people, try to just make sure people kept moving. And a lot of people, Brad was over there a lot, checking in, doing different things, walking the dogs. Yep. And until my foot gave out on me, but yes. Listen. (laughs) I cannot be held responsible for that. Justin, (laughs) if there's any injuries, it's Justin's fault. (laughs) Okay. 100% Justin's fault. I'll send him the bill. Putting that out there. (laughs) Talk me through, because I am not as familiar, what started you down this journey? So it was almost a year ago, uh, as of us recording this right now, believe it or not, but uh, I was, I had to have been 400 pounds. I had to have been. There's no way I wasn't. And I don't know because no scale could hold me and I would not get on like go to my doctor. I I would not go to my doctor. So a friend of mine who was the same age as I am passed away, like all of a sudden had a heart attack and granted he wasn't overweight. He was a normal weight for his height and his age and everything. Like he was a normal weight, but he also lived a really unhealthy lifestyle. I can't stress that enough. When I tell people about it, he shotgunned like monster energy drinks. Like it was water every day and he smoked like a chimney and like he was he did not lead the healthiest lifestyle at all but he was still one of my best friends and he was still exactly the same age as i am and when you put somebody in the ground that is the same age as you are it changes your entire perspective on this is like especially if you're somebody that like me at the time i was not living the healthiest lifestyle i was still exercising i was still going to the gym but i was probably kicking 5,000 plus calories a day. And I don't even want to fathom how much sugar I was ingesting between all the candy, junk, snacks, ice creams, you name it, whatever that I was eating. So when you put somebody that's literally the same age as you are, especially if it's a friend, when you put somebody like that into the ground, you're I'm standing there at his grave and I literally have that moment. This could be me next. Like this legit could be me next. You know, like if I'm going to go into the ground this early, I want it to be some freak accident where like a bus full of nuns crashes through my house or something. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't want this to be me. And then the, you have you just have that moment where I'm just like, I have way too much life left to live. I have way too much left to do. If I check out all of a sudden, like I don't want to be this guy. We're all going to go back to my friend's house and we're going to tell stories about me. I don't want to be that guy. You know, I want to die when I'm sold. Nobody remembers anything about me. Or so what, what was the first thing you did? First thing I did was quit drinking. So I drank, and I say this as I'm sipping bourbon while I'm on the air with you guys, but I used to drink craft beer a lot. And I'm talking a lot, a lot. Like we're talking like not, okay, not like a ton, a ton because it's expensive. Yeah. Probably like <laughs> at least I would say a, a four pack when we recorded the show easily. 
like at least three to four beers when we recorded the show every week. And then somewhere like during different times, I would have uh, on the weekends, especially I would have a few beers and that's not even counting mixed drinks or whatever. When I was with my wife at the time, like she would always want to have like fancy martinis, like chocolate martinis and all these different things that are just loaded with sugar and a craft beer, like the kind of craft beer that I like heavy stouts, new England IPAs, IPAs, 400 plus calories. calories per beer you're talking i'm sitting down to record epic film guys one sitting just sitting there recording the show i'm probably ingesting anywhere between 1500 to 2000 calories some nights not every night not every night wasn't like that so that was the first thing for me it was like i'm gonna cut out drinking just to cut the calories out it's not like i have a drinking problem but i'm just like i just need to cut out the calories yeah wholesale and and that was the that first thing probably made like a huge difference. Just cutting that right there. That made me feel a lot better. Yeah. I was still the biggest, the biggest problem I've always had. And I told this story on a live stream earlier. So it's funny. It's just coming up again. But my dad always tells a story about when I was like 17, my oldest stepsister graduated from high school through a huge party at the house and they had an open charcoal pit and they made uh, chicken over the charcoal pit, uh, you know, marinated chicken. And I ate eight and a half halves of chicken, just the chicken. That's not even including everything else I ate at that party that day. That's my appetite. That's always been my appetite, literally my entire life. And when you get older and your metabolism slows down and you keep eating the same way you do when you were young and could burn off literally anything you ate, you start growing outward instead of, <laughs> well, you're done growing upward, but now you're growing outward. Yeah. You know, it's got to go somewhere. And, you know, that was always my appetite. So even cutting out beer, like I felt a lot better because I didn't have the alcohol in my system and all the, you know, just beer stuff because it's a depressant. So it's, you know, making you more sluggish probably for a day or two after you're drinking and whatever. So I didn't have any of that. So I felt better, but I still was just eating an inhuman amount of calories and, and the sugar, the sugar was murder so much sugar and how how difficult was it for you to like especially sugar because i i was the same way i cookies and candy and chocolate and all that and and cutting that out it was still like that like it's almost like like a drug like oh i i can can i have some of that sugar is it is addicting oh most certainly is 100 percent. and my like i would get i would have depressive episodes where I would be depressed about my weight or whatever else is the case. And I would go to the store and I would buy a whole like bag of candy, like a whole, like a whole big family sized bag of Reese cups. That thing's gone in a night, like, like a night, like I'm mowing through, like, I'm telling you when I, when I would eat sugar, I would eat sugar. And it was, uh, you know, Justin winters who does. So I married a movie geek. He started doing this drop the sugar thing. He just wanted to cut out all sugar done with sugar. And when I saw him posting about it, like that was a couple of months after my friend had died. I had already quit drinking. This was in July. So I was still just not kind of making any progress. Like I was working out and everything, but I just hadn't found it. I hadn't found that spark that was going to be the thing that really started propelling me in the right direction. When he mentioned this, I immediately saw it. I was like, 
click reply. I was like, dude, tell me more about this thing you're doing. I really need to know more about this. And he, you know, he, he DM'd me and we were talking back and forth about it. He's just like, yeah, you, you cut out literally all added sugar, anything extra, all the junk food, all the extra stuff. And you, re- you, you know, you don't replace it with what well he does because he eats a normal amount of calories in a day you know but he's like you replace it with healthy things like good healthy things if it has natural sugar it's okay just don't eat a ton of it no added sugar no candy no junk no treats no nothing and i decided to take that and i was like i'm also going to challenge myself not only to drop the sugar but i'm also going to stick to at the time it was a 2400 calorie a day diet and that to me meant measuring every single portion that to me meant like, I don't know if you have this experience, Brad, but when, you know, when I was married or even when, even before that, even, you know, dating girls or even out with friends or whatever, you're the garbage disposal. You have a little bit left over. They're like, Brad, you want this? And you just, yes. you're just that guy that you're like, yeah. Oh yeah, I want it. Give me that. And you just like absolutely. start shuffling it in. Yes, absolutely. I was like, Oh, you're going to finish that. I'll, I'll go ahead and eat it. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely been that. That was always me. So like I had to discipline myself. Like it was the first time in my life. I had to say the diet's what's doing it, dude. Like it's your diet. That's doing that. Like I'm working my butt off. I'm lifting all the time. I'm exercising, but I'm not losing weight. I'm still gaining more weight even after cutting out drinking. But I knew what the problem was. It's all that sugar and it's the sheer volume of food I was eating in a day. So how long did it take you to make that shift in mindset? Instantaneously. Once I got there, like once I messaged winners and I was like, dude, tell me about this drop the sugar thing. And he was like, oh, yeah, dude, like tell me all about the drop the sugar instantaneously. Like I knew like from that point forward, I dedicated myself to it. I said, I have to do this, have to count calories, have to drop the sugar instantly snapped it right over in my head. I was like, I'm committing to this. I'm doing this. And if I don't do this somebody's going to be burying me in a year or two years or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. I was already at my breaking point by then. I just hadn't found, I hadn't found the right path, I guess, if that makes sense, whatever, whatever it was going to be, that was going to catalyze me actually losing weight. Like I definitely was in that mindset. I just hadn't found my, my path to get there, I guess, if that, if that makes sense. It does. You know, like a lot of people do, like whatever fad diet there are, they wasn't, yours may not have been, you know, like we decided Whole30, but you Which is very you much the same thing. Jump on something like that. Yeah, Whole30 is a lot of that no sugar or anything like that. So it, for me, it was very, very difficult to do the sugar piece because I had it all the time. The first week was really hard the first week like you are uh, i mean and and you mentioned it kara it's a drug like you go through withdrawals something fierce yes something fierce. you're sitting there you're just like i really like i really want like a candy bar or i really oh like if there was a half gallon of ice cream in that freezer i would mow through that thing whatever the case may be and that's i feel like the other like a lot of people will do diets like that and they'll throw this stuff away out of their house, which I don't necessarily think is a terrible thing, but I was like, look, I live with a kid who's going to keep doing what he's going to do. He's a teenager. Whatever's going to happen there. The wife was still here. She was just doing whatever she wanted to do. I'm like, I've got to live around this stuff. So I have to commit to being like, okay, I can do this and still be surrounded by it. I mean, like I said, I mean, it's, it's sad 
in a way that it took my friend dying to basically kick me and be like, dude, knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but here, here we are. <laughs> I think every person you just kind of need that, that switch to finally flick. I don't, I don't know what it is in me, like seeing you, you know, cause we really started on social media, you know, messaging back and forth and stuff. And, and just seeing you do this change, like for me, it really like motivated me because Kara for years, years has tried me to lose weight or, or exercise. exercise or do those are my else. favorite parts of the show is when Kara talks about old Brad. Yeah. All the things that old Brad would do. I'm just like, I identify no a lot with old Brad. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I was that, you know, give me, give me a bag of candy bars or even now there, I still have that. You know, we're eating something and there's something on our plate and I go to try to eat it. She's like, you don't need to eat that. And it's just like, that's just it's what ingrained I in there. Did. It's, it's yeah. just part of my wife would still try to do it. Like I said, when she was here, like when I first started the diet, she would still try to do it. Like I'm the, I'm the kind of person that I would get, make it like, and I, and I, I love to cook. I absolutely adore cooking and I cook with like everything from scratch. So I'm not eating like a ton of processed food or anything. I'm cooking relatively healthy, but the problem is, is I'm getting a, a huge, we're talking like four servings in one big plate yeah. or something. And then I go back and I fill up my plate and I do the same thing again. So I'm probably eating like 1,500 to 2,000 calories in one meal in one sitting. I don't care how healthy the food is. If you're eating 6,000 calories of it, unless you're like a bodybuilder <laughs> or like a marathon Olympic runner. Athlete. Yeah. 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 If like you're like a pro athlete or something who's burning thousands of calories a day training, but there's maybe. That, that mindset where you're like, yeah, but. You know, I made it all from scratch. I, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, it's so like, healthy. Yeah, it's all it's all super healthy. It's just chicken breasts. So what if I eat five of them? You know, like that. Yeah, it's you know, it's just one of those things where you just have to commit yourself to getting there. And I mean, when you talk about like that, when you're seeing me make those decisions on social media, you know, you were already there. Like you were already in that mindset. You just needed some kind of catalyst. Yeah. To push you over that little final hurdle, you know, and sadly, you know, it, as much as you should listen to your wife, Brad, <laughs> it's true. Kara, listen, listen to getting him. on your case about it just wasn't ever going to be that final <laughs> no, push because wasn't. she wouldn't hold you probably as accountable as she probably should have. Oh, no, you're wrong on that one. No, she she would hold me accountable, but I I think it was. I just got to a point where I just like, ha ha ha, you're funny. Like, you know, you, I see her every day and I just laugh. So there was no consequence to it then. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it right down to this is what I'm making for me. You can make your own food. That wasn't a consequence to him. Okay. Yeah. I'll get a burger. I'll get a burger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where the name came from. I, I mean, that was, that was truly, we joked about the name of the show, but for years, I'd say, oh, you know, I want something a little bit healthier. Could we maybe go somewhere that we could get a salad? And his response, how about a burger? I really want a burger. I'm like, that's not what I had in mind. It came to a point I just, I just, like you, I needed, I needed something. And it, it, you know, seeing you and then, you know, fitness challenge and all that stuff, it just hit me in the right time that it was just like, you know, you say you wanted to, you have a target by the time you hit 40. 
and I'm, you know, I'm 44, so I'm like, man, I need, I really, I have two young kids, so I'm like, I, when you're at that point in your life, like you you get to, you, you hit these kind of certain ideas in your head. It's like, if I don't do it now, when will I? Yeah. You know what? When I'm 50 and then you're like, (laughs) I'm not doing this when I'm 50. Like you're just thinking about whatever else. And then it's like, you know, when, when else am I, you know, like you, 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 there, there's always a reason to kick the can down the road. Exactly. You know, the the good thing is, is it's good whenever, and, and winter's the same thing with me. Like winters is a peer of mine. Whenever you see a peer or whatever else, you see somebody else that's like, that's just like you, that, you know, that you talk to a lot. They're doing it to somebody you relate to. You're like, there's no reason I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And and that is, I think, you know, finally the thing that, you know, snapped me into it. It was just like, I can do this. I can 100% do this. And all I have to do is commit to it. And then once you start, once you get on the road, like I'm so like, first, let me say, like, I'm so glad you guys invited me on this show, but I'm also really proud of both of you guys, even though you didn't have the greatest second month. (laughs) You still crushed it. You still both lost weight and size in the yes. second month. And you lost a lot of weight in the first month. You guys are doing gangbusters. You guys are doing great. And those results, like once you start seeing those results, feeling that proud of yourself is such a rewarding feeling. It only drives you further. It only makes you want to succeed more. It absolutely does. For yeah. Me. If you had one piece of advice to give, what would it be? Believe in yourself. Just, just believe in yourself. You, if I can do it, and I know it's the most cliched thing to say about weight loss and fitness, but it's really true. If I can do it, eating a bag of Reese cups, half a gallon of ice cream at a time, buy a whole thing of caramel from the store and drench all over the top. I would sit at my computer and polish off like a half a jar of jelly and a half a container of peanut butter, just editing the show, sitting down and just doing whatever, like soda after soda after soda energy drink after energy drink after energy drink because i'm so fat and sluggish now i need way more energy and caffeine to keep moving like if i can do it i promise you anybody can do it it is hard i will never tell you it's not hard work but it is infinitely rewarding i feel better than i have felt in more years than I can count, probably back to my softball days, right after I graduated from college, like 2010, 2011, I breathe way better than I have in many, many years. I am like everything about me. Like I don't just like generally like pass gas all the time and stink. Like when you have a bad (laughs) diet, you do tend to do that. It's just infinitely better. And plus I get to buy smaller clothes. Now I fit into things. I used to lament the uh, exam table seats as I call them at AMC theaters. And I never used to fit in those seats because I was a giant person, but I've lost almost a hundred pounds. Now I fit in those seats just fine. Now they're still not tall enough. They're still not tall enough because I'm six, four, but at least I fit in them where I don't just feel like, you know, like job of the hut just oozed into a seat, (laughs) just kind of melted all over it. You know, if I just believe that you can do it. And that's, I think the biggest thing for people is you have to believe you have to tell you, you can do this. You have to look at yourself in the mirror every day and say, you've got this. You can do this. I believe in you reach out on social media, get out there to other people. Ask Brad. I love to build people up. I love, he does love to inflate. He's one of the most positive people on social media. And I love it. That's awesome. 
Like you have to be in that mindset. And like, I always tell people like to, like if they want to start something like this or whatever it is, whatever it is, even if it's not even weight loss related, if you don't believe in you, I will, like I will spill excess positivity onto you until you believe in yourself. <laughs> I will be so infectious that you will not be able to get rid of positive feelings <laughs> or you will never talk to me again. One of the two, <laughs> I don't know which one it is, but it's yeah. I mean, you can do this. You can, you can, you can, I promise promise you you can't i feel amazing amazing it's worth it i promise you nick thank you so much for coming on the show thank you and where can anyone who's listening find you and your show uh at livestreamforthecure.com because that that is the only important thing uh epic film guys we're everywhere you can find us if you want to search for us uh, in search for us. I'm not saying that to be flippant or anything, but the most important thing, and this time of year, especially when I'm building up to the event, Brad has joined us on the event in the past. Going to be back again this year. Can't wait to have you back. Uh, but live stream for the cure. We live stream to raise money for cancer research for the Cancer Research Institute, which researches cancer immunotherapy. And this year we're going for $10,000 uh, from May 27th through the 31st. Brad will be on on the 30th. 30th, yes. that Saturday. Yeah, on yes. Saturday. It's going to be absolutely amazing. So head to livestreamforthecure.com. Learn more about how you can help with the amazing event. But yes, it's an event you should you should definitely check out. It, I love that you guys do this event for a, a great cause. I feel like even if I have the least possible amount of influence in the world, and I do, <laughs> that I should use that whatever minimum of influence I have to try to do some good in the world. And I mean, we raised last year, we raised just about $8,000, most of which gets doubled by benefactors of the Cancer Research Institute because they have like big level donors that come in and double whatever they raise in the months of May and June. And so all told, we ended up raising somewhere in the neighborhood of about fifteen dollars to $16,000, somewhere That's in there. Awesome. awesome. Very, it's um, so awesome. I mean, like I said, a future immune to cancer. Wrap your mind around it and just think of what a blissful future that would be. Just... No more watching people suffer and die and go through chemotherapy and radiation. No more. Well, thank you again, Nick, for coming on. Thank you for having me, Kara, not you, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I knew. I knew. And yes, anyone check out live stream for the cure. And we'll, we'll be back next week to talk about our own self 5k since our official one got canceled. The good thing is, you're still doing it and that is all that matters and i'm so proud of you guys keep moving you. keep Thank dieting you. keep working hard you guys have already done so 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 much good and just imagine how good you feel now 50 more pounds from now or 10 more inches from now or a 5k imagine an 8k or a 10k like imagine finishing a 5k and be like yeah. i want to do double that i want to do even more you know it will so only continue to get better. But mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank so, you very much. Thank you. You guys keep going. I'm so proud of you guys, and you guys are absolutely crushing it. Do not stop ever. Or, Brad, I will come to Ohio, and I will hit you with something. <laughs> but he might just want you to come to Ohio, so. Yeah. Well. You know. <laughs> then we'll have a beer, but I will hit you with something first. Okay. Okay. Bye. But we will talk to everybody next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.